Boaters, boaters, this is Paulie from All Knocked Up. Uh, Thursday night podcast night, and uh, never do a podcast without my main man, Captain Buzz. Buzzword, what are you doing? Hey, what's going on, Paulie? How you, how you doing tonight? Hey, I ain't doing too shabby. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty excited about our special guest speaker that I'm going to drop a bomb on. It's going to be awesome. Um, I'm very I'm, excited. I'm still a little fat from Thanksgiving. Happy belated Thanksgiving, everybody, as well. Oh, thank you. And and, uh, and and if we want to get right into our boater's bites, that's what I was going to cover on our boater's bites. Well, I never I, never discouraged talking about food. <laughs> well, well I, I was, uh, uh, you know, I, I've got a little bit of skill when it comes to working in the kitchen. So I, I uh, uh, had a lot of people over for Thanksgiving dinner, and I was in the kitchen for uh, for a few hours. Uh, but I had all the trimming, the turkey and the dressing, and I make a cornbread stuffing with sausage delicious oh my god I also, oh yeah it's spaghetti squash and fresh spinach and you know mashed potatoes and all the trimmings but i also since i got the smoker i took a, a, a turkey breast and i brined it overnight with some fresh rosemary salt and pepper and put it in the smoker with some mesquite uh, bricks i want to tell you what I, it was it was a big hit or a really big hit it took uh Took about six, seven hours, but it came out wonderful. I, I, it's a do-over. It is a do-over. Nice. That that sounds awesome. Oh, I'm getting hungry yeah. now talking about food. <laughs> this is the yeah, problem that, with me. That really came out good. So uh, before I get into the captain's briefing, what's the uh, what's your detailer's briefing for this evening? Well, I'll tell you what. You know what? I'm going to have you do your captain's briefing first. And the reason why, because my detailing briefing is going to segue right into our special guest, uh, tonight, which is a uh, master professional in the canvas industry, 30 plus years experience. It's going to be awesome. So Roger that. Okay. All right. So I have, I have two things are very quick. Chop, chop, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So <laughs> one of the things is when you're, uh, when you're putting in the, uh, the antifreeze throughout the boat and you're going through the plumbing and flushing the heads and and doing the transom shower and maybe the anchor wash down and doing all that. Don't forget your windshield wipers. wipers. I knew you were going to say that because you forgot one year. I did. I forgot them. Uh-huh. Threw those lines out. So. You shit the bed on that one. <laughs> yes, did. you did. did. The other thing, and this is this is a cool trick. Um, if you have a barometer on your boat, and I happen to have a barometer on my boat. Shocker. <laughs> Game standard. It's standard equipment. A lot of boats have them, and so when you're checking for checking a barometer, always give it a little tap because sometimes the needle gets stuck. So that's very important to give it a little tap so it, it registers. The other thing is if it if it's not working properly, there's a way to test it. This is really cool. You have to take it off the wall or wherever it is, and you take a big Ziploc bag, big gallon bag, and you put the barometer inside the bag. Make sure it's got a good pillow of air seal it up tight and then you push down on the bag and it changes the pressure and if the needle doesn't move well then you know you got a problem with your barometer it's time to go shopping that? is that is that cool that well, is if, if you learn something weems, new every day mm-hmm. if it's a weems and path they have a lifetime guarantee so mine happens to be with them right now because it wasn't working. So they're, they're fixing it for me right now. My oh, man yeah. sent him out. Shocker. Isn't that cool? Yeah, <laughs> we call Cap- Captain Buzz is Mr. A.B. Boy. He um, he, whoa, whoa. Uh, he definitely, I'm telling you, he, this man has, and he's made me that much of a better boater. I'm a, I'm a better person 
because of the man. And he's on me like white on rice. I'm telling you, <laughs> like he does not. And look, don't let him play it off any innocent that he is. Cause you see that innocent face that's called malarkey right there. See, it's spelled right across the top of his noggin. But I give, I have to give Pauly some chops because yeah, I, I got into boating big time. Uh, but he showed me how to run my boat, how to start the thing. So, cause I had no idea. So, you know, Hats off to you, my friend. I thank you, sir, very much. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, my detailer's briefing is, how are you storing your canvas and your Isinglass or your Strataglass this upcoming winter? And, um, you know, our special guest speaker uh, in Kent Island, Mrs. Gale from Island Yacht Canvas is with All Docked Up tonight. Gail, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. How are you? Hi, Gail. Outstanding. Great to have you on board. I am excited because... There are a lot of questions out there that people do things and they believe, well, you know what? I don't use this product. I use this. And I'm like, well, you might want to research that a little bit more. So Gail's going to set the record straight. And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to talk about some canvas and how to store it. And she's going to give us some feedback on her. So, Gail, you are on the spotlight. Uh, tell us about yourself. Oh, well, there's not really much to tell. I'm just, I beg to differ just, on that. I just sew for a living. What do you do? I do arts and crafts and listen to the radio. Arts and crafts. And arts listen. and crafts and listen to the radio for over 30 years. That's basically what we do. And okay. So how did you get, tell me about your start in the canvas industry. How many years under your belt do you have? Uh, over 30. That's all I'm saying there. Uh, she's not dating um, if yourself, I have to Kevin do Rose. a date, if I have to do a date, I'd say 88, 89, somewhere around in there. Wow. Um, and I actually started as a nanny uh, for a lady who owned a canvas company. Wait, wait, wait. So you, you were at a canvas <laughs> shop. Watching, a, I was being a nanny and I'd answer the phone and sweep the floor and I'd cut like fabric strips and things like that. And then another lady there um, wound up getting pregnant and she says, well, I'm going to teach you how to sew. So when I go out for my maternity leave, you can help out a little bit more around here. And I said, that's fine, but I'm not going to sew for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh -huh. Look at that. <laughs> that's awesome. So, awesome. I mean, you know, you I love what I do. You do arts and crafts every day. You meet really awesome people. And it's it's fun, actually. I never have a real bad day at work. You got to love that. You're one of those people who doesn't work because you love what you do and it happens to earn you some money. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Absolutely. That fantastic. So you got We're, 30 years in the business. I'm sorry, Captain Buzz, I cut you there. Go for it, buddy. No, no. no. Well, I was just going to, I was going to say, you know, ask a couple more questions. Uh, where is your business located? And I think, or did you say that already? Ken Island? Yeah, we're located on Ken Island. We're about a mile from the bridge. Um, and I've been on Ken Island for 20 some years. Um, working back and forth with people in Annapolis. That's where I started working, worked with some of the best of the best. Um, some are still with us. Some have already continued on their journey on the other side. So that's kind of sad, but you know, it happens. Um, and raised my kids and worked out of my garage. And that's where I was known as the best kept secret on Ken Island. Oh, wow. Oh, isn't that cool? Yeah. So my kids grew up. And I was like, 
hey, they don't need me right now. I got about <laughs> three to five years before I they call me again and say, hey, you're a grandma. I need you to babysit. <laughs> and, and you got nanny experience. Uh, so right, you're all in. Exactly. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go all in. And I came into the shop and closed up my garage and came into the shop. And um, I've been running ever since. I haven't stopped. That is awesome. So when you have grandchildren, sounds like you need to have them in the shop so you can nanny them there and teach them the trade at the same time. Well, you know, I do have grandnephews. <laughs> yes. So I've had babies in here All before. Right. Yeah. You know, it's nothing about putting a Johnny jump up in the cool. ceiling and a playpen around here. I grew up next to a dough machine. See, there I, you my go. family restaurant business. Father's an immigrant from overseas in Italy. And, you know, my dad was like, nobody's raising my kids, but me or my mm-hmm. wife. And I grew up next to a dough machine. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't they, uh, didn't they used to bathe you in uh, Cento San Marzano tomatoes? Well, Cento San Marzano <laughs> tomatoes are beautiful. And I mean, I got olive oil running through these veins, baby. Oh, that's true. It's you true. know what I'm saying? But um, so when, okay, so Gail, it's, we're, we're putting the boats to bed. It's the end of the season. Okay. Everyone's taking their canvas down. I need you to tell us and tell our listeners, you know, how are you putting your canvas away? What is the best way to store it? Where to store it? How to store it? Give us the rundown on storage for the winter time. Okay. So I always tell my clients to go ahead and lay everything flat in a spare bedroom underneath of the bed. Put flannel sheets or some type of old sheets in between each in between each panel. So you're not having scratching and abrasion. Right, exactly. And keep it in a controlled temperature environment. It'll last a lot longer. You don't want to keep it on the boat because you have that cold crack. So Explain, no, you, you use that word cold crack. So that's an industry term. Elaborate a little bit more so on what a cold a crack cold is. So a cold crack is a certain temperature where the material can actually crack. On its own, whether uh, you touch it, it or it, not. Sometimes, yeah, or the wind will hit it. Or you go to move it and it will just crack. And what temperature is that? Um, it's usually pretty cold, like a minus 15. Oh, wow. However, it can get pretty cold out there. And if, even if you try and move it or you try and put it up in the in the wintertime, it's, it's going to crack. Okay. And, and the year and the age of the canvas... I'm sorry, the the uh, age of the isinglass or stratoglass uh, and all of that plays a very big role in when cold cracks do end up happening. Yeah, yeah, and how well you take care of it. And that's just, it's like maintenance. You oil your car, you do the maintenance. I mean, we do it with our bodies. You have to ma- do the maintenance with your materials to make it last. So what kind of product? And me and Captain Buzz, you know, we, we've done this over and over and over again. And as a professional detailer, uh, I see people putting products on their glass that is comical. I mean, and, and yeah. it is comical. Yeah. So you know what, Captain Buzz, Gail told me a story today. today I want you yeah. to tell me, tell our viewers okay. and listeners what the story you told yes. me about today. So I had a client who argued with me the whole time while I was standing there. He was using Lemon Pledge on his 40-gauge Stratoglass. What is the deal with Lemon Pledge? And I've now, heard this I, before. Yeah, so, I've seen yeah. it turn it yellow. Too. It's nasty. It anyway, turn, it, well, it's furniture polish, number one. Number two, lemon is acid. 
Also, back in the day, remember Lemon Joy? Remember her mom? She's Lemon Joy on everything. I don't even know where it is nowadays if it's still around. <laughs> but the people would use that on um, their their materials as well. And they'd use Lemon Joy. It's got acid in it. Acid eats away. Anything lemon or orange or um, pine, whatever. It's very acidic. So it's naturally. It's got acid in it. Right. Yeah. It's like having ajuda, Buzzy. You know what I mean? You have too much marinara sauce. I it's know very you acidic. Yeah. You get the ajuda. Right. So I have a question. So so, for, so I'm going to take my canvas off the boat. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I, and I and I normally do, mm-hmm. and, but I have to. It needs to be it needs to be cleaned. So should I do that before I put it away? And I think I know the answer to that. And yes. second, I want to. I'm, I'm going to have to treat it with a waterproofing, and I should probably wait until the spring to do that. So here's the thing with the waterproofing: um, not all materials need to be waterproofed. It depends on what you have. Now, if you take umbrella. I can use that word, right? Absolutely. So if you take Sunbrella, it's been around since the 30s. It's out there all the time. It's number one on the market. And everybody who owns a boat knows what Sunbrella is. You take that, um, that silicone will wear off after about five years, depending on if you don't have an issue with seagulls, if you don't have an issue with animals getting into your boat, or you're not keeping your boat on a trailer underneath of a tree. That has berries on it. Um, So, yeah. So, you just kind of take that off. You want to take a brush, a soft boat brush. We all have soft boat brushes on our boats. You take that. I always tell my clients to go ahead and get as much off of that with while it's on the frame. Then, because it's nice and tight. Because that's what it's supposed to do. So, you just brush off all the loose dirt. Then, you can go ahead and hose it down on your deck. Throw it over your picnic table or your railing and spray it down while it's damp and let the sun beat down on it for a couple of hours. Now, that's just pieces of actual that's uh, a canvas, canvas, nothing with any type of glass integrated into that canvas. At um, the you same can time. do the edges, like okay. the picture frame around the ice and glass. Okay. Um, you can take a small scrub brush with that as well, or a boat brush, not a scrub brush. And you can go ahead and do that. Most of the time, though, that material is incorporated with the glass. Um, and because the way it's vertical, not horizontal like your bimini, it doesn't collect as much dirt or berry stains or anything like that. But it can get dirty. So, yeah. So, you just do that with soap and water. Just use regular soap, like a mild soap, like an ivory, something they have clear soap now or the white soaps. That's all you need. You need a very gentle soap yeah. to be able to something wash gentle, down. Not yeah. a heavy detergent. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can just use your regular um, squirter on your hose and just hose it off until you know all of it's, you know, off. And mm-hmm. then you just hang it up until it gets a little damp. And then you take your um, silicone water repellent and you spray it back on the outside of the, the bimini. But just to make sure everybody who's listening that if th- that silicone-based waterproofing product, you better have a face mask on. Because I um, I had a customer who was waterproofing their top, and they were inhaling it, and it actually sealed his bronchioles closed. Okay. And he dropped right on the actual dock. Okay. Ambulance and all. So face, you know, make sure your eyes are protected, your face is Always, protected. Always, yeah. Safety first. Safety first when you are applying any type of material that's a chemical onto your boat. 
safety, you know, uh, first Great and foremost, advice. every single time, mm-hmm. you know, I've and I, I see it all the time. People are literally out there spraying and guys remember this and Gail, you, you can help me out with this. That waterproofing, once it actually hits the actual outside air and it sticks to something, it will stick to just about anything that it comes in contact with. Absolutely. So it's an overspray yeah, situation you're gonna, with another person's slip. boat. Yeah. Well, and you can slip. That Even too. if you have like the tech decks, if it's not real wood or anything like that. Yeah, right. you can definitely slip and hurt yourself. But I've seen people spraying. You know, uh, they're in their they're in their slip at the marina and they're waterproofing their bimini top. The wind is blowing, you know, five plus miles an hour. And I said, guys, you might want to look out for the canvas that's right next door to you or the Isinglass that that is getting coated on. And it's going to hit that and dry and it's not coming off. Well, yeah. And it's going to get on your boat and you're going to slip and you're going to hit your head and fall in the water. But right. that's why I tell everybody to put it on their deck. Yes. Take, put it just, in a, yeah, yeah that's just take, safe. Just take it away. Yeah. Oh, that that's a that's a, that's a good project for me uh, this 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 winter as long as it's warm enough and I can get it all washed up, which I will definitely do. I know there's some going to be some warm days I can get this done. It's got it's because I, I definitely have to rewaterproof. Now, let let me ask you a little bit more about Island Yacht Canvas because. Um, how far do you go and how many employees do you, do you have with your business? So I go about two hours in every direction. So like Middle River, Solomon's Island, Ocean City. Um, I have been known to go down a little bit farther down Cape Charles. Um, but those are select few. Um, and then I have two employees and a few subcontractors. That fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. That, that's great. That, that's mm-hmm. a lot of coverage area for, for the mm-hmm. folks that ha- are, have downloaded our app and need to have some canvas work done. That's terrific. Absolutely. Well, you know what? Getting back to putting the canvas to bed at the end of the season, you know, at your house on a flat surface, what products are you recommending to your customers to physically use on the glass? What are they cleaning it with? How do they apply it? How do they take it off? Or, you know, what should they be using? Okay. So basically when it... In, it comes to class, I always use Strataglass and I always have my clients use Strataglass and they actually have an, it's an IMAR product mm-hmm. specifically for Strataglass. So you have a cleaner with that and then you have a polish with that. So I kind of, I just, I give them to my clients when they walk out the door. I'm okay. like, here, use this. When you need more, give me a call. And, of, you know, Amazon carries it too. Saying that, but sorry if I wasn't allowed to. But <laughs> right. you know, no, I, I don't know. Well, here's the that's thing. Fine. I mean, we're tra- like I know a lot of my customers. I see them using C two ten and Plexus. Those two, are another- yeah, two ten's not a bad product. Two ten's not a bad. I've product. used for I've used the two ten multiple multiple times. Mm-hmm. I'm not the the Plexus. I was never really really big fan. Of. I've never used it, so I don't know. Yeah, I was not that much of a big fan with. Um, but so basically, soap and water will do the trick. And but for preserving just, and polishing yeah, and all that. Yeah, you're not going to have to clean, clean, and polish your Isinglass if you take care of it. Again, it's all about the maintenance. So you come in, you know, if you're hot and sweaty and you've been in the river all day, you take a shower. Well, you know, spray down your Isinglass, too, with some soap and water. It deserves it. Mm-hmm. It's keeping you shielded and warm and cool or out of the elements. So take care of it. And here at Island Canvas, um, you know, all the years that you've been doing this, 
You guys also do upholstery seats. Yes. Um, but also, Captain Buzz, another thing that's really cool is that she has uh, uh, custom bags that she makes as well. Like the really? campus boating bags, like the one that you and Jennifer bought me for a gift. Oh, yeah. So she also does them in-house and her new state-of-the-art CNC cutting machine that she was using. And she did a demonstration for me earlier that she was cutting out the prints and everything else and, you know, three, four cuts of fabric at the same time. So uh, Island Yacht Canvas in Ken Island has stepped up to the 21st century and she's got some heavy pieces of equipment here to be as productive as she can be throughout the course of the day. This machine is badass, Buzz. You got to see this awesome. <laughs> And it's made Maryland. Yeah. And it's made Maryland. Made in oh, the USA. Machines are, how about that? No, no, wow. no. Not the machine's not made in Maryland. I don't oh, know okay. where that is. But my oh, bags yeah, are. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and the first thing people do ask when they come in, they're like, oh, we love your bags. Because I have the little, you know, my little showroom up there. And um, they're like, oh, do you make these? I'm like, absolutely. Right here. Oh, yeah. And do you embroider them somehow? I do not embroider them. So basically, it's good old cotton duck canvas. Um, cotton duck canvas. Our grandparents use cotton duck canvas in the service. It is timeless. First of all, it's machine washable. Women love that. Um, and then it's all marine grade products. But the really cool thing about the bags is, is that you can send me a picture of anything and we can print it on the bag. Wow. Hey, yes. We need some all docked up bags. There oh, you go. I'm, yeah. I'm already on top of it. See, <laughs> yeah. see what I mean? This is, I knew, I'm telling you, I know what this man's going to say before he says it. That's a lot of so, years of spending time yeah. together. You yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> so, so, so when, when a customer reaches out to you, what, what, what are the things that they're looking, what, 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 what's the first thing they say to you? you know, um, what, are they, what are they asking? What are the uh, questions they're asking? Yeah. You? So n- lately this past year, because I think everybody understands with this boating boom, this, this craziness that's been happening the last year and a half is, are we available to do it? Number one. Um, because people pretty much know in the industry that, you know, we're really backlogged. Um, that's the main question. Um, and then how much, of course, yeah. Uh, you know, how much is this going to cost and, um, what type of materials are the best to use for whatever that they want done, whether it's down below using, you know, materials down below for the seating down there as opposed to, you know, vinyl outside. Um, so it's it's just basically those three questions really are the main questions that we have. So I, I have a question that I'd like to ask. So with all your years of experience, what can we do? So our main goal here on All Docked Up and our podcast, All Things Boating with Polly and Captain Buzz, is that we uh, do everything we can to educate a boater. The better the educated the boater is, the better off that they are to get their services that they need done because they're less of a liability out there in the actual market. So if you could help a boater, somebody right now who's listening and they're like, I want to get canvas done, but I don't know who to go to. And I'm nowhere near you, Gail, to get my canvas done. Is there something that you can share with the listeners that say, guys, if you go to a canvas company, beware of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there anything that you could share 
that we can help educate a boater not go with the fly-by-night operation? Is there something that, you know, you can help educate us on that? Well, I'm not going to necessarily cut down the fly-by-nighters because they're really not a fly-by-nighter. Um, I worked out of my garage for 20 years. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes there were people that would snub down their nose on that because I was working out of the back of my garage. Mm -hmm. And then there were some people that were like, hey, I know where you live. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So they like the idea that they're coming in my backyard. And not not when I when I say fly by nighters, people that are doing work that are taking advantage of the boating boom, not may not necessarily be here five years down the road. But what, but what to look after is, are there anything, any telltale signs that somebody should look at or when it comes to, you know, getting canvas from a company or eyes and glass or any type of canvas work done from someone they've never done business before? Well, um, I guess it would be, you know, check their website out. Okay. Um, talk to the people up and down the pier. Uh, you know, That's hey, yeah. get your you, local recommendation. Well, hey, I like your yeah. canvas. Where'd you get it done? Sure. Um, you know, I like your upholstery. Where do you get it done? Well, did you like that person? Mm-hmm. You know, ask them questions. Um, if that person's no longer in business anymore, say, well, you know, go to the next person and ask them. Um, but just like with anything else, you're going to do your research. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, you know, as a person, you know, just because somebody's on Ken Island and I'm here doesn't necessarily mean that they should come to me and get their canvas work. And the only reason I'm saying that is because we all have our niches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I am not one to, I do not do a good Dodger on sailboats. Okay. I really don't. And I know that. See, I love the honesty, Captain Buzz. Absolutely. This, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And I love yeah. this. Yeah. You know, so I will refer them out to some guys that I used to work for over in Eastport. I'm like, go there. They do great work. Okay. I know their work. They do great work. They'll take care of you. Um, so sometimes you will get the, I don't know, I guess people like me that will be like, hey, go to this person or go to that person. But you just kind of want to, you know, somebody's really working out of a um, back of their car. I probably question it um, unless it was really set up, unless you could really see it. Right. Um, I always opened up my door. I, I never because I knew the stigma sometimes of just getting started or being in the position with me. I was able to stay at home and raise my children. That was great. Yeah, it was. I was very lucky. So, you know, having that, I always was like, yeah, hey, I'm just here to tell you now I work in my backyard. Let me move my kid's bicycle so you can get your boat in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you I, know? I have, a, have another, another question in the same realm that, you know, what about a, a boater? Like when a boater comes to you, <clears throat> first of all, they ask those questions. What questions do you ask them? Should they be armed with knowing uh, what kind of boat they have, what kind of canvas package they have, what kind of color they want? Do they need to bring samples? Or do you need to go to the boat or they need to bring the boat to you to have the work done? Okay. So most of the time uh, nowadays, it just kind of cuts down. Um, I'm not going to go and do an estimate in Solomon's Island drive for hours because it's two hours in one way, so on and so forth. 
I'll just tell them to send me pictures of their boat. A bimini is a bimini. It doesn't matter what boat it's on. I just need to know if it's attached to a radar arch. What's the length and the width? Uh, but then again, like a sea ray is a sea ray. I know a sea ray. I know the setup. I know how many panels. I've been doing it long enough. So some boats I do know. Um, so other boats I do not know. And that's, you know, like if they say, you know, I want a winged enclosure on a 23-foot sea hunt. Okay, well, I kind of know what that's about. Are there preset templates that canvas companies have access to based off of the model of the boat that they can actually, um, I've had customers that send away to Michigan, you know, to get canvas done. And I'm like, really? And that the manufacturer wanted to know the year model make and the whole identification number. And they were able to build their canvas off of factory schematics or, or, or. Yeah, that's a boat tops or something like that out in the Midwest. I think that's where that company is. Um, I don't know how they really work, but you can do that. Now, I ask for all of that only because I'm starting to flow into um, upgrading with the Proton Pro Liner and the um, digitizing. So that way, the next per- when somebody calls me and says, I have a 2010 C-Ray, Sundancer, Expressor, whatever, this is what I want. Okay, two years from now, I can look in my computer program if somebody calls with that boat and I already have that information. Right. And if it. So you can build your files. Nice. Now, everybody has been doing that. Everywhere I worked for 30 years, everybody saved their patterns. And of course, back in the day, it was a plastic pattern. I worked with this one sail loft, fantastic man. He's passed on since then. But um, he would say, okay, this is the boat. And we'd have the boat. We'd go down underneath the table. We'd pull out the pattern. We would do six, seven boats a year out of that. That's incredible. Because we had the patterns. But now with the times, now everything's all digitized. Okay. And in a computer, you don't actually have the, like in that back room back there, I got, I've got patterns and they're labeled with year, make, model and boats and things like that. Yeah. So yeah. that's able to cut down on some time. So we're, 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 we're getting close to the end. So I have one final question for you. What's the craziest thing someone's asked you to do? Seriously. Oh, boy. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we got to hear. We got to hear. Okay. <laughs> so I had a client come in and he wanted some bougie covers is what he said. I said, okay, well, you need to bring the flag and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You need to bring all that in because I need to make sure that they're right. He's like, no, you just need to make them like this. And I was like, no, I need to have something to make it specific. So he kind of looks down at the ground and then he looks up at me and I'm kind of looking at him and then he goes... Well, and he's a, a captain. He has a charter boat. He takes out the sorority sisters every year oh. that he's been doing for years. Like years he's been doing this with the same group of ladies. Well, they turned out to be vibrator covers. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, wow. okay. So I was like, well, why don't you just like go to Victoria's Secret, get a nice little cute oh little bag. Oh my God, just get a cute I thought little I heard bag. it all. And he was like, no, it has to be the same color as my canvas on my boat. Duh. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah. That is the greatest thing I yeah. have ever heard. Yeah. Oh my God. So. Just, just when I thought. Just when I thought. Captain You're Buzz, right. 
Um, I've never. Wow, that's, that's great. That is great. You that gotta is, love boating. Awesome. And I'll tell everybody, you know, listeners, everybody who's listening to the, uh, you know, the podcast, <laughs> all things boating with Paul and Captain Buzz. Make sure, do me a favor, send me in emails to stuff that you want to hear. That's number one. The topics that yep. you want to yep. hear. Number two, you know, re- send us a review on the podcast and 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 post a review. And especially when you're downloading the Apple, you know, for the All Docked Up app, whether it's an iOS or an Android, please do me a favor. Cat and Buzz and Paulie are asking, please rate the app on the Play Store that you're downloading it from. Yeah, really important for us. It's, a, it's an important matrix for us, and, and uh, we would really appreciate that if you could do that for us. Thank you. Everybody who's listening, Paulie is on your ass like white on rice. Don't forget to do the review. <laughs> You know, or, you know, or Paulie's going to come to a, you know, a a vessel near you. (laughs) Well, Gail, thank you so much for, for, uh, uh, hanging with Paulie and Captain Buzz here for 30 minutes and telling your story, a wonderful business. I'm going to give you some business because I need some work done. So, uh, I look forward to, to working with you. Well, thank uh, you. uh, I appreciate it. I had fun. Keep up the great work. Um, Paolo, that's uh, Captain Buzz standing by on 6-8. Uh, Captain Buzzword, this is Paulie from All Dogged Up standing by on 6-8. My good man, everybody, have a great night. <laughs>